Welcome to episode 12 of the So What series. This is Brendan Flanagan. This series is designed to launch our website at brendanflanagan.com. And in it, we ask the penetrating biblical questions normally withheld from polite company. Today is our first episode of the new year. And we're asking, what is the new birth? True Christianity is not one New Year's resolution away. It's based not on your decision. Instead, the Christian life begins with God's choice. The evangelist John writes this in John chapter 1, verse 13. Children of God are born, not of blood, nor the will of the flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. God bears you into his kingdom according to his will, not because of your birth certificate, your church membership, your recent confession, how good you try to be, or what resolutions you make this year. Such a concept drastically shakes the foundation of common human understanding. Wait a minute. Are you saying I cannot decide? Yes, the Bible speaks clearly on this matter. Faith in Jesus Christ and a relationship with God depends entirely on the work of God, not your own. Thank you for joining us for episode 12 of the So What series, where we ask, what is the new birth? God initiates, maintains, and completes his relationship with men and women. Jesus illustrates this in the new birth, in his conversation with Nicodemus in John chapter 3, verse 7 through 8, where he says this, Do not be amazed that I said you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes and you hear the sound of it, but you do not know where it comes from. And where it is going. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. God's Spirit brings new life into one's heart. He gives us a new birth by His Spirit. This is something that we cannot control. Like the wind, as it blows, we can feel it, but we don't know its origin, nor do we have any power to direct its force. So, what happens to us to begin this new and dynamic relationship? The new birth depends upon two inseparable components. First, the word of Christ must be faithfully preached. Romans chapter 10 verse 17 says this, For faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of Christ. Then, in conjunction with the word of Christ, the Holy Spirit convicts the listener to the truth of Christ and the magnitude of their sins. John chapter 16 verse 8 says this about the Holy Spirit, And he, when he comes, will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. Both of these elements, the Word of Christ and the Holy Spirit, combined to pierce one to the heart and cause one to cry out, as they did in Acts chapter 2, verse 37, What must I do to be saved? Such is the response as the gospel takes root in one's heart, and God begins a relationship with them by the power of His Holy Spirit. Sure, the Spirit works, whatever that means. But what actually takes place in us? How do I know if God has actually worked in me? Great question. The convicting power of the Holy Spirit is not a far-off and distant spiritual pinprick, but a real and tangible felt need of repentance or turning away from one's sin. The Spirit reveals your true disobedience to God and causes a type of self-disgust and personal loathing. This exceeds a guilty conscience. 
and indicates that we have undergone an important and life-altering procedure by the power of the Holy Spirit. The prophet Ezekiel says this about the new birth, defining it in terms of a spiritual operation. In Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 26, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you, and I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. God takes out our old, unfeeling heart, intent on perpetuating our sinful desires, and gives us a new heart, fixed to please God and intent on the things of God. We can no more perform this operation than an actual heart transplant on ourselves. In the book of Jeremiah, chapter 31, verse 33, we read more details about the specifics of the transplant. He writes this, I will put my law within them, and on their heart I will write it, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. God has given us a new heart that holds his law. Now we are members of his household and worthy to be called sons and daughters of the Most High God. Sons and daughters of God, transformed according to his will and dependent upon his spirit, live a different life. A transformed heart produces a transformed life. Our works indicate our love for the things of God and our submission to his will. Nothing manifests this new life better than daily demonstrating the fruit of the Spirit. Galatians chapter 5 verses 22 through 23 tell us about the fruit of the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. Yet we must never put good works ahead of godly faith. Goodness is always a result or a fruit of faith. Our good does not create our faith. Such an action would be like driving a car without gasoline. This new year, trust your faith to God. Only He can empower your Christian life, fueling your faith and goodness. Thank you for listening to our new episode of the new year on the new birth. If you'd like to listen to this episode or others like it, go to brendanflanagan.com. Until next time, may you take courage in Christ.